Welcome to another episode of the Immediately Know podcast. My name is Marielle Morales. I'm your host, and today I have a very, very special guest joining us, which is my very good friend, Ayona Santana. Thank you so very much for joining us. <laughs> Thank you very much. I am honored that you're here, honestly, truly. A little bit intimidating because, girl, you out here being a boss's bitch, and honestly, I admire you so much. And this episode actually is going to talk about how to be literally the realest boss out here. <laughs> it's so true. honestly guys just so you know when mariela asked me if i could be on our podcast she's like oh like i wanted to ask i was wondering i was like why didn't you ask me before of course you can ask and we were like talking about that she's like no like i have to respect you know like for friends too and i was like no like i've been wanting to be on this podcast so i'm happy it's happening like girl honestly there's like friends but like when your friends reach that like peak in fame you're like holy shit like is she still friends with me? Like, this bitch has met so many famous people. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> my small town podcast. And she's like, yeah, yeah, of course. I'm small, like, but not as small. Uh-uh. <laughs> but heck yeah. So we have a few questions to like introduce this whole thing, this topic of like boss, real bitch, you know, like. Mm. So the first question, Ayona, thank you so very much again. I'm going to say thank you, like, Agassiel and Tams for joining us. Um, and so you have come so far in your career. But when did you know that you had this dream to be, like, this amazing artist that you became today? Honestly, I was born with it. I feel like ever since I was a little kid, I dreamt big. And you, you know how people say kids dream big? I feel like I, I dreamt even bigger. Like, when I was little, I knew I wanted to make it really far. I knew I wanted to be an artist. I always loved music. I loved acting. I loved dancing. And I was always like, there's no doubt that this is what I want to be. And it started making me doubt, like, is school even for me? University? Like, work? Like, I don't know. I, I want to do just this. So I feel like I was kind of born with that dream. Heck yeah, girl. You, honestly, I, like, I can see that. I can see that perhaps like because I feel like we all go to school because we feel like we have to but when you have that dream you like not a lot of people really fight for it but I, I, girl you've been fighting <laughs> you have been reaching your goals you said fuck this like common life like I want an extraordinary life and that's what you're living right now yeah so, and I feel like it's just it's as easy. simple as like some people want to become a dentist and other people want to become I don't know a vet or like a lawyer and they go for it and that's their dream and they do everything that they need to do to do that. For me, it's the same. I just, I want to be a singer. I am a singer. Like it's the same thing. It's just following what your passion is and making work and like what you do in your daily life, not feel like annoying or like a job. It shouldn't, it should fulfill you. Like it shouldn't feel like something that you dread doing. Exactly. Exactly. Pretty. <laughs> did y'all hear that? People in the background, did everybody hear that? <laughs> and your amazing dream has come with some little bit of traveling. And I know that you travel uh, from like a few places and um, you used to live in a, a few countries, right? Like talk to me about the countries that you lived in. Yeah, I, I'm from Venezuela and I lived in Belgium too for a couple of years. And then other than that, just like traveled a lot around the world with my family. Um, it's very interesting. I feel like it's really nice to live in different parts of the world and also have a different ethnic background. Now living in Canada, like you learn so much about different cultures and like your mind opens up to so much more and you really learn how to have a lot of like 
personal skills of talking to different people because like from where I live like just thinking about Venezuela compared to Belgium compared to like Canada there's such parallels they're so different like Canada's the only one that's kind of like the middle ground but even then like I lived in Ottawa now I live in Toronto and it's so different so it just gives you like these skills to just adapt anywhere to create a life anywhere and to get out there and like even now recently moving to Toronto for my music it's been it's been challenging because I I was like so used to living in Ottawa for a little while and then I branched out and now I'm like oh my god I gotta do this like how did I do this when I was younger this is hard it's tough but and that's just like moving cities but it's it's a I'm so fortunate I've had those experiences and I feel like people like some people that I, I know have never been to Europe or have never you know traveled outside of the country even and like it's it's nice to be able to to have had those experiences have met different people and different backgrounds and I feel like that's what also diversifies a lot of my like thoughts and my beliefs and doesn't make me like just stick to mm-hmm. one way of thinking or one box you know yes, yes girl I love that I love that so much and honestly I feel like for the people that have followed Ayona like for a while um you see her go on all these like different adventures um I feel like one of my favorite ones was when you were doing all of the like pageantry and you were like going to miss teen world you were like traveling you were winning crowns left and right like this girl was out here really snatching wigs like Like, she she was looking amazing (laughs) like you've been doing the damn thing and honestly like talk to me about like that experience about pageantry like how was that all that I love how, of course, that's one of Mariela's favorites pageants because she's from Venezuela. Just it just makes sense. It's the same thing for me, you know. I had to be yes. like I, I had to be a pageant girl. Just it's in my blood. You understand? Um, no, it was amazing. Like I, there are even moments, right? Think about it. <laughs> Putting on the crown. I literally think about it. And I like sometimes I dream about it again. Like basically, for those of you who maybe don't know. I competed in Miss Universe Canada when I was in university and I got the chance to compete in Egypt and represent Canada, not at Miss Universe, but at Miss Eco International. And um, I represented Canada. I did, honestly, I was really proud of, of what I did there. It was such an incredible experience. And I was only like, I was only 18, I think, or yeah, I think I was only 18. Um, and then from there, um, I competed at Miss World too. I competed at Miss Grants Canada. I competed at, sorry, Miss World, not Miss World International, Miss Grant, Miss World Canada. There are so many. And then I competed, um, in Belgium too for Miss Grant Belgium. Um, it's, yeah, I have gone all around and like, I think pageants just taught me so much and they really helped me a lot in my music too. Just learning how to speak, how to dress, how to combine like different outfits, how to, um address certain like situations how to manage yourself in front of the media in front of the tv doing photo shoots like that was the first time I I started modeling seriously and like doing a lot of photo shoots and that gave me so much experience because nowadays with my music I do the same thing where now I do more like whatever I want um but before like it's like you have to model this way you have to do this or that um yeah and you just you just learned so much and that's when I started traveling to Toronto also a bunch because all the pageants were in Toronto so I got to meet a lot of people and then those people started listening to my music and same when I went to Egypt like even nowadays I still have fans who listen to my music that are in Egypt and don't understand what my music says because it's in Spanish but they love it 
And it's like <laughs> crazy to think like all these experiences brought me to where I am today. And I don't know necessarily what the reason for them is, but I feel like there are a lot and I feel like mm-hmm. they start revealing themselves as I move forward in my career. But I would say pageantry, like for me, was a very positive experience. And I know there's a lot of kind of sometimes, I don't know, certain mm-hmm. beliefs and stereotypes about pageants, but my experience was super positive. And it's really, for me, it was all about the people I met and um, the like self-growth that I had. Yeah honestly girl like you look like you were in your element obviously we all knew the queen was meant for music but (laughs) you just look like so happy like you were literally doing what you like doing which is being on a stage like being like this like persona in the media like which is like what you do best like you're literally this star that like shines through every single like room that she goes in and we see that that's like what other people saw too so like it was so natural for you to be doing all of these things like um all the marketing the pictures like interviews like girl we could I could definitely see you doing this for the rest of your life like I don't see you as an office job type of person (laughs) I see you as this like freaking star like latin grammys like doing the freaking show bad bunny and Iona. like you know what I mean like doing all these things (laughs) I agree with you honestly that's how I saw myself too and it was a way like I was doing it throughout university so I'm in school in class and all I'm thinking about is like what dress am I gonna wear what am I gonna do and whatever like and just thinking about my my shows my like pageants and it just kept me alive and it motivated me through university to like have something that that was going for me and also like it was fun because I I loved like speaking on stage I feel like that was my favorite part was answering the questions which is usually what girls hate to do for me (laughs) it was my favorite part because I honestly I don't know if we're allowed to swear on this podcast but I didn't give a fuck I literally (laughs) would just like answer the question and give my honest opinion and like just share what I thought whereas other people would be like and they would answer a question and like not even answer the question at all or completely avoid the answer and yeah I would just go for it and sometimes that will people like she is a lot like that's a little much like she's like a, a personality and I was like yeah well what's the point you want us to stay quiet so that I liked because I feel like I had my own approach to pageantry too exactly and girl this is the immediately no podcast of course we can fucking swear like okay good <laughs> you're so funny I was trying to hold it we in. We can a- immediately yes swear. Immediately yes swear. No. no. <laughs> heck yes. I keep saying heck yes because in my other podcast, I like over-swore too much to the point that I had to like cut some of my swear. I was like, holy crap, this bitch really be saying all of those Sometimes words. there's no other way to just like share what you're saying. I, I did this interview and they asked me like, oh, like your song, like Fronteo, whatever. This was when I went to Miami. Like, it's so good. Like, whatever, what do you, how was the experience? Whatever, I was like, no, like the crew was the pinga, like me talking. And this is on live TV. Guys, for those who don't know Spanish, like that's, yeah, I swear, I swore on live TV and they're like, and I was like, you know what? I don't regret it because there's no better way to explain it. <laughs> exactly. Like, how do you, like, you can't really translate, like, this is fucking lit. Like, how do you say that in normal words? It's fucking lit. What, what would you say? Like, oh, it, it's really fun. Like, this is really great. It's it's not <laughs> the same. Not the same enthusiasm. Like, it doesn't get your, your word across. It's like saying period, not really a swear word, but how do you describe period? You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And honestly, girl, yes, you were doing pageantry from, like, such a young age, like, since you were in school. And I know you were going to school for music, 
uh, before that, like, is there another career that you maybe you were thinking, maybe as a backup plan? If obviously you don't need a backup plan because your personality, as the other bitches were hating, <laughs> you have a personality, girl. Like you out here, like we are not the nine to five type of people. Um, but back then, obviously, as a younger person, it, was there anything else that you wanted to do or try just in case? It's funny because I feel like everything that I wanted to do or try was like involved or somehow connects to what I'm doing now. So like when I was a kid, I loved doing hair. I loved it so much. I would cut all of my dolls hair to the point where they didn't have any hair anymore because I always wanted to give them haircuts and I would do my own hair. And like once I cut my own bangs and it was horrible and I had little hairs here when I was a little kid, my mom was like, anyways. I I and I wanted to be a hairdresser and I remember telling my grandma like oh I want to be a hairdresser whatever and my grandma was like if you're gonna be a hairdresser you're gonna own all the biggest hair salons like in the country and whatever and like make a big business out of it whatever and I was like okay that's interesting and then when I went into pageantry like I started doing all my hair always for everything like I always did my own hair so and now I do it for my shows so it's like it's funny it helped me but yeah. before that, I guess the other career path was acting because I went to school for theater too and for film and that was like such a good school and I loved it. So it also just goes into what I'm doing. Um, but music was always there. And music, I think, is the one thing that has just helped me like mentally so much. So seeing how much it's helped my mental health, I feel like I want to do that for others too. And I want to do that for me for the rest of my life. So it's kind of like, yeah, I had, I had these other ideas, but like music has definitely always been the main one. Yes. And mm, going back to that note of like music helping you with your mental health, Girl, when I went through my breakup, I was like blasting fronteo nonstop. I was like, yes. let's fucking go, go hard on this. That's like, yes. yeah, that's literally why I made fronteo. Like, that's that's why. And like, La Santa too, it's, it's for that. It's, fuck men. Honestly, yes. sometimes I'm like, fuck men. I literally had you like my top, I think it was like top five, top five, uh, top ten um, on my Apple Music at throwback you know that thing like spotify yeah yeah yeah. Or, yeah 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 i was like bitch fronteo is here hell yeah <laughs> blasting it 24 7 you don't know how nice it is to hear that because people will often be like oh my god i love your song or like oh your your song's so good or your voice sounds so good and i'm like amazing but you it's so nice to hear like your song made me feel something or your song helped me through this or like I actually like listened to this when I was feeling down or whatever because like that's what it's meant to do so that's amazing heck yes like no honestly I was feeling like honestly well when you go through a breakup you have like a million feels but I was just like oh my god like this song empowered me like it, that song I feel like it's such an empowering empowering song um because it just makes you feel like a bad bitch. Like, yes, like, damon boy. You know what I mean? Like, damon <laughs> Doing all... <laughs> like, bitch, like, I'm back. Like, you're right, yo. Yeah. Iona's right. Like, this bitch is saying, no queremos nada romántico. Like, fuck yeah. <laughs> like, fuck yes. I don't know, man. Like, it just really, like, makes you feel... I know right now the song that people are listening to is, like, Sha uh, Shakira's thing with Bizarrap or, like, Miley Cyrus' um, Flowers. I'm like, no, bitch, like, Ayuna Santana's fucking fronteo. Like, this is what we all need to listen to right now. You're so funny. <laughs> and honestly, you out here doing your damn thing, you know, inspiring us all. What advice would you give to, like, your younger self if you could, like, talk to her right now? Um, I would say don't take the 
little moments for granted, especially as I become a, a bigger artist. Like when I was younger and I was working towards this, I would, and I mean, I mean, I still have those moments, but I'd be so focused on like, I want to make it so big, like something small would happen, but I'd be like, no, like I want more. Like I, I'm, I'm so ambitious and like, why isn't this happening already? And like, I've worked so hard. Like, why isn't this coming to me right now? Whatever. And just kind of like being patient. I feel like that's the one thing I've learned in my life, being patient and enjoying the present moment and enjoying like the journey um, of just living through this experience of my on my way to whatever I'm supposed to become. I feel like, you know, now it's it's so nice. And I had that I had something like this happen to me when I was I was in Venezuela recently. I know we'll probably talk about this later, but I went to Venezuela mm -hmm. and I gave a performance and it was on the beach. And I stayed at the beach like a couple of days after that, too. So I gave the performance, whatever, it went amazing. And then the next day on the beach, like I couldn't just sit down and eat. Like I had people coming up to me or I had people watching me or I had people like La Santa or like talking to me. And like I loved it. It was so great. And it's like a feeling that I'm like, holy shit, like this is happening now. But at the same time, I'm like, wow, it makes you think of those moments from before where you could just where where you don't have to do that stuff. But I mean, I'm still not fully there yet. But it just really made me realize, like, enjoy all these little moments of people suddenly recognizing you and and like it being like a one off and it happening like suddenly, you know, and like really just the journey, because I feel like that's what it's all about and not taking those moments for mm -hmm. granted and and being patient and welcoming things as they come because they will come. Yes. Ah, oh, my God. I'm going to start crying. <laughs> like, honestly, same. Like, I. I cannot agree more with you. Like if I could tell my younger self the same thing, I would. It's obviously that we want this dream so bad and, and that's so good to really want it so bad that you sometimes get like desperate like at times because you're like, fuck, like I'm working so hard for this. Like why is it not happening? Why is it not working? Like I'm putting all these things out there, all this content, all these like things that I think that are great, that are so good, and everybody around me are saying that it's so good. Like, why am I not big now? Like, why is it not reaching the people that I, I want to reach? But it's just because the time, like, that time will come. Like, maybe, it, it and it happens overnight. Like, I I remember when you um came out with Fronteo, and I started, like, listening to it. I was like, holy fuck, this shit's lit. And then I started, like, sharing it with people, And then, honestly, there was, like, one person that I shared with, and they're like, oh, yeah, I already listened to it. I was like, bitch, you're... I'm always the one that, like, puts my... Go ahead. It, it comes... I feel like it comes like that, and it's the same with you, what you were saying about your content. Like, it's like going to the gym. If, you don't, if you're not consistent, and you don't keep going, and you're not patient, you're not going to get results. You're not going to develop that muscle. You're not going to, like, whatever. Um, so it's the same thing with that, like... I mean, Maria, you're doing such a good job and I love your podcast and you're being so consistent. Ah, so it's going to come. Like, I have no doubt. I believe that that you're going to get there and wherever you want to be. And the same for everybody that's listening. Like, if you're truly dedicated, that that is the one thing. Like, you got to get your ass, like, doing what you need to do. You have to be consistent. You have to work hard. You have to work for it. Like, we talked about it in this podcast. And then it will come to you. Like, nothing Like you say in Spanish, todo se premia. Like nothing just goes unnoticed or goes like without a prize. Like you will win it. You will get it. It just, yeah, sometimes it just takes time. Because like who really wants to be, you know, a one hit wonder or has like one success and that's it. Like, no, if we want to we wanna make this a long-term thing. We want to make a lifetime out of this so we can be happy for the rest of our lives. That doesn't happen just like that. Exactly. Like 
You want a hot body? You want a martini? Look hot in a bikini? You better work, bitch. Brittany said it best. You, you better, better work, bitch. And that's literally what we have to do. Like, we're not out here trying to go viral for, like, one thing. We're trying to stay viral. Like, we're <laughs> trying to stay in the business, in the media. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to be like Brittany Broski, you know, that girl, the kombucha girl. She is so fucking relevant right now. I love it. From that one video. I I need to keep drinking kombucha, kombucha until, like, somebody fucking signs me up. Hello. Like, I've been drinking this bitch for years. <laughs> like, fuck, dude. Honestly, that's just what we got to do. And, yes, it's, like, a consistency thing. Like, if you don't keep working on it, if you don't keep putting things out there, Nothing's going to happen. You're just going to be sitting on your ass crying. Yes. Nothing's happening. It's kind of like, um, I am such a big Disney fan. Um, I don't know if you watch oh. uh, The Princess and the Frog. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> the Princess and the Frog. You know when um, Tiana is like wishing up on a star and then her dad says like, that star can only take you so far. Like you had to work the rest of the way to actually get your dream to come true. That's, so That's good. what we got to do. I mm-hmm. love that. Chills. Chills. I love Disney. <laughs> but okay, so back to your music. I know you've been making music for a while, obviously, because bitch, consistency. Um, how would you compare your new songs to your, your older songs? Um, I feel like now I would say my songs are a little bit more like... I feel like they're more empowering. They're more powerful. My songs before were as well, but obviously I was starting out with composing and I was also working on my own which is it's great to start out but now I have I I collaborated with a lot more people and I feel like that's what's branched me out and I'll always say this to everyone like look for help if you need the help and also like mm-hmm. work with people especially if you're in the music industry like feature with artists like collaborate and I feel like those experiences of featuring with different artists just taught me so much more about writing music too so I feel like now my my composition, like my pen is insane and I feel like I can like write so much more music. That's that's great. And my voice too, I feel like has developed so much more. My rhythms, I feel like I'm creating more fusions. I feel like I'm like experimenting a little bit more. So I don't know, I guess this it's like the same vibe and my same theme and my same style, but like 2.0, yeah. it's like the renewed version. I feel like it's the more mature version. Um, It's like mm-hmm. I hit my 20s and suddenly my music just like, I feel like took a different route and it's just I don't know I guess Mm -hmm. my music evolves with me as I evolve I want my music to evolve I don't want it to stay the same so who knows like what it's going to be when I hit my 30s or my 40s like who knows but I wanted to keep growing um because you know we keep growing as people we don't stay the same and we have other shit to say so um yeah I'm excited to see where it's at yes and exactly yes like your music has to evolve with you like you cannot just stay like going I guess like a flat line like you are gonna keep going up like you're gonna keep maturing you're gonna keep changing and that's what we need because who wants to listen to the same type of music all the time like you want exactly something that makes you feel different ways like we're not all feeling happy all the time or we're not all feeling like bad bitches all the time sometimes we want to cry sometimes we want to laugh sometimes we want to shake some ass at the club you know what I mean like <laughs> we need different music to make us feel all those things yeah yeah and I feel like also with my music like before I have I have songs in English too and I sing in English but my main genre is in Spanish and I think I don't know it was a lot of years of me thinking like I have to sing in English I have to like and also doing it because I liked it because you know there were moments where I would write a song and I'd be like this just needs to be in English and I would write another song and it was like this needs to be in Spanish but then I got I got to a point where I was like 
Mm -hmm. um let me just really let myself go with that gut feeling of like what language the song needs to be in and I realized that my heart this sounds so cheesy but it's what I feel my heart sings in Spanish <laughs> and I feel like I love to sing in Spanish it's what my heart does and it, like I can't stop it and I like how my voice sounds in Spanish I like it's easier for some reason and um I enjoy yeah. it so much more and I feel like I don't know who knows what's gonna happen with my music I feel like I'll probably be like writing a song one day and then be like you know what I like the song in Spanish but maybe this one verse needs to be in English and then just add and then change it but I feel like I've really defined like um and accepted myself for who I am and like who I am as an artist and it's hard because I'm in an industry in Canada where like Latin music isn't necessarily popular here it's not like a, a thing it is becoming now but mm -hmm. I've been having to create my own market in a market where there is none for it yet but it's like okay so are you willing to take on that challenge and I asked myself that and I said yes and so now I'm here exactly girl and like like we said before you have the personality you are a personality like you don't need <laughs> nobody to pave the way for you you're paving your own way you're making your own way and which is like even more admirable I guess if Yeah, you would say admirable. Like, it's something that a lot of people will admire for you because you're paving the way for so many other Latino um, artists here too. So it's it's something that at the end of the road, you're going to look back at it and you're going to be like, holy fuck, I did that. Like, that was fucking me. Like, all these bitches are famous thanks to me. Like, I got to where I wanted to be. I sold out arenas. I fucking platinum albums. Like, look at what I did. And that was all because I wasn't afraid to take on a challenge. And I, I feel like that's something that, girl, more valuable than any fucking award or anything else. It's like you did what you fucking wanted to and you were not afraid to do it. So, oh, okay. chills. I'm crying out. Ah. <laughs> we're all crying here. <laughs> like, no, like I, I admire you so much. And because um, you started from such a young age and like not not gonna lie to you like I've been wanting to do this podcast for so long but I was so afraid that I was not gonna be able to like keep it up or that I was gonna get discouraged and or I wouldn't know what to do or write or say or who to interview and honestly it, it was just like seeing people like you like seeing my friends thrive what really motivated me to finally get my dream started I said holy fuck look at Ayona like she's out here fucking touring the fucking world now with her fucking music, doing all these interviews. She's on TikTok. She's on YouTube. I see her everywhere. I look. It's like Times Square, but like everywhere. <laughs> I'm like, this girl, everywhere. I'm like, holy fuck, like that's so inspiring. Let me fucking do something too. So I finally started my podcast and I was like, the fuck am I gonna call this podcast? And honestly, it was back in the time where I think it was like Justin, well, still obsessed with Justin Bieber, obviously. Um, I think he said like immediately no. Um, and car carpool karaoke oh. and I was like holy fuck yeah, yeah yeah right um and I honestly ever since I watched that episode I literally said that so freaking much that my mom was like shut up like why you keep saying that first of all my mom don't even speak English so she's like what are you even saying <laughs> um <laughs> so I was like okay well if I'm gonna start a podcast it's gonna be the immediately no podcast because immediately no <laughs> I love that honestly the name is perfect and I feel like it fits so well with you and the whole branding and the theme and like I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy you're doing this. And I know it's tough. I know it's tough to start in there. Don't like honestly think that I'm doing everything I want to do. Like I, there are still so many things that I want to do that I'm still scared to do or that I'm like, should I go out there and do this? But 
I know I will. And I feel like everybody who's listening needs to remember this. Like you just got to go for it. And like you're proof of that, Mariela, I am. And um, yeah, again, it'll come. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Ah! Ah! And honestly, like talk, uh, talking about all of this, that dream of, um, I remember you mentioning, uh, yes, like I want to, I love being on stage And I've seen you in like so many performances. I remember the first time I saw you perform was um, when we were in Tirumeru, which um, for those who don't know, it's like a um, Venezuelan fol folklore dancing group uh, back in Ottawa. And this is when I first like met Ayona. It was like our first summer that we actually got close. And I was like, oh my God, Ayona sings. Ayona like does all this. And she got on stage and she sang the dance song. And I was like, holy fuck, blown away wig snatched like my hair was on the floor i was like holy shit like she doing the damn thing and to see her go from that stage and then now this um past new year's eve on her birthday by the way guys she was playing and singing in front of like thousands of people i honestly saw that performance and i cried like tears i was like holy fuck i'm so proud of her Like, look at her, like, cheering the crowd. People were fucking singing. I was like, yes! Like, Team Ayona, I'm getting your name tattooed on my ass. Like, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I was like, Ayona, you're doing the damn thing, girl, on oh, your thanks. birthday, too. Like, I was so proud. And honestly, I wanted to ask you about that show. Like, how did it feel? Like, did you enjoy the rush of the big crowd? Would you be touring more? Like, do you think that's something that you want to do? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was, it was fucking crazy. Like... It was so random. I basically went to Venezuela to visit my family and I said, this event is going to be, or not this one, sorry, this trip is going to be just for me. Like, I'm not going to do anything like work, music related. Like, I'm going to focus <laughs> on seeing my family. Like, that's what I want to do, whatever. So that's what I was trying to focus on. And then this opportunity arose. They invited me to perform on New Year's Eve um, at this beach club where I used to go to ever since I was a little baby. So which was even crazier because all of my family was there, my friends. And keep in mind, I hadn't been to Venezuela in seven years. So that means that my whole family, my grandparents, my cousins, my uncles and aunts, like hadn't seen me perform ever since the past seven years, which has have been the craziest years of my career, which have been like It's been the time that I've developed so much as an artist and they hadn't seen me perform. They've been seeing everything on social media. So the fact that I was invited to perform was so crazy for them to be there was so surreal um, because it's been a while since I've had my whole family like there. And it, it's always been me at performances with like, yeah, my team, but like, you know, not the like closest people to you, which is tough sometimes. So anyways, I got this opportunity. It was on New Year's Eve and my birthday is on New Year's Eve. Um, I technically performed at like 2 a.m. So technically new year's so first of january but it was insane to start the year like that like started off singing on a stage i feel like that just sets the president for the rest of the year that's going to be insane and that what i'm going to be doing is performing and singing on stage and i feel like that was just like a show of that and at the place that i've been going to since i was a kid like with my whole family there and a performance where it was just me i didn't have my dancers so it was just me and there were so many people basically before i even started Um, I was, we were celebrating like New Year's, whatever, counting down. And I looked at my sister and I just said, Ori, I feel like I'm going to puke. Like, I feel sick. I feel like I have fever. I, my head hurts. I am so nervous. Like, I was so nervous because there were so many people. Imagine like just a whole beach full of people everywhere. People like all around and far into like the back of the beach too, like, Oh my God. And I just saw it. And I was like, 
I've never performed, I've never performed in Venezuela like that at that level before. And I'd never performed in front of that many people. And like, I was like, this performance just needs to go amazing. And I was literally like, I feel like I have a fever. So my sister and I, we walked and I was like, I need to just look at the ocean and I need to calm down. Like I'm in my, like my tierra, like I'm in my, my earth, I guess, um, like my country, like let me just, and I looked at my sister, I'm like, I need to just close my eyes and listen to sounds. So I closed my eyes and I blocked out the sound of like the tum, tum, tum from like the music that was playing from the concert. Mm-hmm. And I just like looked at the water and like calmed down and like took deep breaths and literally yeah. meditated for like two minutes. I was just like, like you need to calm down. And I, I feel it as I'm telling the story, I still like mm-hmm. feel that emotion. And I just like listened to the sound of the waves and I listened to like the animals you could hear and like the wind and the crickets like that's what I listened to and that's what like got me grounded me and was okay you're ready you're okay to go and the only time that this feeling went fully away or the moment it went fully away was when I stood on stage like I got on stage and that's where I was like holy shit like I don't feel any of it anymore like let's fucking go like I am ready I love this like this is what I'm meant to do and that's how I know that I'm meant for that like (laughs) it was it was crazy so I exactly yeah it was honestly an incredible experience and like seeing my family there being able to do this for them I like dedicated the performance to them and everything and it was so incredible so amazing and yeah the nerves were for nothing because I ended up having so much fun just like a blast on on the stage and people enjoyed it and that was the most important part yes and like you could tell that obviously there's always like that pre-show nerves um and everything I remember when we used to do like that dance crew and I feel like we were all like shaking in the back in in backstage but it's like once you are out and you're doing something that you know you want to do like you practice so hard like you got already you kind of being looking forward to this moment for a really long time and you're finally doing it I feel I feel like all the nerves just like leave your body and it's such an out-of-body experience and I was honestly living through you like I was seeing you on that stage I did not see no nerves you were like engaging the people you were telling everybody to cheers yes like clap your hands like sing it back I was like this is what she's meant to do you like you can tell from people that okay I want to be a singer but I'm not really sure if this is what I want to do and that's when you see some people trying to perform and they like freeze or they're just like singing with their microphones like all this um or they're just looking around and they look like they're gonna throw up None of that with you, girl. You literally look like you've been doing this for so long, like since you were a baby in diapers and you were singing to all the babies, like raving. To all the babies. You know? <laughs> you know, like, heck yeah, from the crib. And you're like, yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah, and like, it's weird because lately, before my performances, I haven't been getting nervous at all. Like, unless I don't feel good or something, like, I haven't been nervous. So for me to get to that point where I literally felt like I have a fever, I feel like I'm going to faint, like, this, I, I feel or I need to start, like, that hasn't happened in so long, which was crazy, but it just meant that I cared so much and that I knew how big it was and how important it was. And it all went away on stage, which is the craziest part. Ah, honestly, girl, I cannot wait to uh, for the day when you perform at Madison Square Garden. I have to be there. I got to be backstage. I got to feel that with you. Be, I want to take a peek of the crowd. No and be like, podcast will be there. You'll be like recording. I'll be interviewing. Yes. 
oh my god, I'm gonna pass out. I'm gonna be like, yes, girl, you're cheering for Harry Styles. No, we're cheering for Ayona Santana right now. Gotta get the team, gotta get the marketing team on this right now. We need to contact Madison Square Garden. <laughs> um, <laughs> but oh, I cannot wait, girl. And I see you, I see you doing all of those performances. I see you filling out those arenas. I cannot wait to see you on tours and just see your, your name in Times Square and just you're gonna do great things. And I'm so proud of you. And I really believe in you, I believe in your music. and I'm always going to be here supporting you. Number one fan since the beginning. I've been saying hashtag Ayona Santana, hashtag no, number one fan. I've been watching the circle too much, as you can tell. Um, <laughs> but no, girl, like I, I see you. I see you doing all these great things and I'm so proud of you. And honestly, talking about great things, we're going to do this segment that I've been working on. I, I'm still trying to make it a thing. Um, it's called the five under five, which is uh, five popular topics trending online, mostly on TikTok, because I'm on TikTok way too much. Um, <laughs> and um, we're going to try to discuss it under five minutes. Let okay. me see if I can put a timer this time. Alrighty, it's five minutes. Let's go. The first topic that we're going to talk about is Miley Cyrus holding her own hand in her new empowering single, Flowers. Have you heard it? Would you relate to it? Yes, I've heard it. Um, I, I think it was good. I don't know if I necessarily... I, I mean, I do relate to it. I feel like it's nice that she realized, you know, like she can get herself flowers. She can do all these things. I feel like that was super empowering. And I think it was a good song. And I'm, I like that she's using her music to to talk about her things. Heck yes. Next topic, Shakira and Bizarrap's diss track. Are you team Casio or are you team Rolex? Oh my God. It's, it's a tough one. I feel like I'm team Rolex just because, just because of the years. But bueno. But I also think what a queen. I'm so happy that you know, it, it, a lot of people say like, oh, she has kids and whatever she did that. But I honestly think that if you're an artist, what other way to express your feelings other than through your music? So good for her. Exactly. La mujer no llora, la mujer factura. I'm dead. Next topic, USA won the Miss Universe crown, but nobody seems to agree with this. Would you have agreed that either Dominican or Venezuela deserve that crown? I'm so biased. Obviously, I think Venezuela would have been an incredible Miss Universe. And I look at her on Instagram and I just see this woman and I'm like, she is a Miss Universe. But the issue is, not the issue, the, the, the thing at pageants is like, any of these girls could have taken the crown. All of them are Miss Universes. It just really depends on what the organization is looking for that year. So it's just an organizational decision. Did I Was I sad? Yeah. Yes. But I will say that I think USA has done an incredible job with her platform and with her career. And I think she's also super, super inspiring. And I know that, you know, a lot of people are happy. She's also Filipina, I believe. So it was nice because she was kind of representing yeah. her ethnicity. So to me, I, I feel like she did deserve the win, just like any of the other girls would have deserved it. No, you're right. You're right. Honestly, same. I was a little bit biased. I feel like either Venezuela <laughs> or Dominican could have won because Dominican, honestly, obviously I wanted Venezuela to win, but Dominican had such a great answer. I was even blown away. I was That's like, great. that girl, yeah. she's got, yeah. Uh, next topic is the Golden Globes returned after being called racist last year. The host, Jerry Carmichael, made several jokes about it. And the fact that his skin color was the reason why he was there. Did you watch the awards? Would you have agreed that maybe they added a little bit more diversity this year? I did watch the awards. I think that, um, I think it was nice, or it's nice this year that a lot more Latinas are nominated and Latina women, which I think is good. And I guess... You know, yeah, they're doing the work. I was actually reading up on it, and it looks like they increased their um, diversity a bunch. Um, I still mm -hmm. think there's a lot of work to do, 
And it's nice to see, though, that they're hopefully taking the steps in the right direction. Yes, amen. And the last one is Harry Styles added more tour dates, <laughs> shocking, and is now doing a show in Los Angeles for his birthday for the first time ever. As a fellow birthday performer, would you recommend this experience or would you rather have like a quieter birthday? 100% I would recommend the experience. When everybody asked me like, what do you want to do for your birthday this year in Venezuela? I was like, all I want to do is sing. All I want to do is sing. Like that's the biggest gift to perform because as a performer, you literally like your body, your soul leaves your body and you just feel on heaven. Like it's just insane. Like at, at least that's how it feels for me. And that feeling you can only get from being on stage and having that on your birthday is the best gift. So I know he's going to, that's probably going to be one of his best shows. And I definitely recommend it. Yeah. Yes. Ah, and I think we did it. Let me check this timer. Ooh, wait a minute to spare. Look at us. Do, 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 do. I was so stressed. <laughs> <laughs> same last time it took us like uh i think six minutes so oh, this yeah. is lit yo we did it on the, on the five minutes yeah <laughs> honestly i had so much to say sometimes i'm like fuck i'm innocent so i talk way too much and then i'm like yeah calmate. dial it down same 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 for the five under five yo th that was lit maybe i'll do like six under five <laughs> next time this was amazing amazing uh topics is there anything else that you would like to talk about today girl anything um, you want to share with us i think the only thing i want to mention is for those of you who are from ottawa or who love latin festivals or or want to go to latin festival i'm going to be performing in ottawa on february 11th at sonido festival alongside blessed and jay cortez they're yeah. announcing the lineup and a bunch of more incredible local artists um so it's my first big big show in ottawa which is where i live for so many years so come see me it's gonna be insane yes. i was just telling mariela before this call i was working on the set list and it's gonna be like incredible i have so many ideas that it's just gonna be incredible so come um it'll be february 11th yes. and if you need tickets check it out online exactly we'll catch you there and you know it's a cute little date if you guys are trying to get your tinder dates to go somewhere before valentine's day because you want to <laughs> like... boo for valentine's day bring it to the show <laughs> don't be shy you're gonna have a no great one. time. <laughs> dance some, to some music. It's gonna be great. Yeah. Don't be shy. But your <laughs> Tinder date, invite your family, invite your grandma, invite literally your neighbor. You're trying to holla at your neighbor? Like, invite them to the show. What you doing at home? Don't be shy. Don't be Nobody shy. wants to stay home now. Like, <laughs> COVID is over, I think. Oh my God. You don't gotta stay home. We don't speak of it. We don't speak of it. And then. Yeah, we don't know her. <laughs> And I wanted to say, Mariela, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I think this is so amazing. And I know that, you know, the past few years have been tough. I feel like they've been tough for all of us. And I feel like we're just all getting out of this threat. And this feels like, I don't know, for those of you who don't know, I hadn't seen Mariela in so long. And then I saw her in September for my release party. And like having her back in my life is amazing. And so I'm really grateful for being on your podcast. I wish you all the best. I think it's going to be incredible. You're going to get viralized on everything you do really soon. So prepare for that. And guys, go follow her, go listen to her, go check her out, um, follow her episodes so you get notifications on also all her social media. And yeah, thank you. And I love Period. you. Oh, thanks, girl. Honestly, like this was such a good episode. Y'all better listen to all my episodes. But this episode, <laughs> though, was literally one of the greatest that I've recorded so far. So I really hope you guys have enjoyed today's episode. Obviously, every single episode, we ended on a positive note. So let's share some tea. There is this thing that I've been saying to myself every morning. And it's like this affirmation that 
kind of like gets me going. Even if I've had a shitty day the, the past day or my week has not been as great, I start every day saying this to myself. And it's, um, I'm so lucky everything always works out for me. That, you just gotta put it out into the universe. Like, whatever you're feeling, whatever you think it's gonna happen during the day, just remind yourself, I'm so lucky and everything always looks out for me. Always works out for me. And then there's this other thing that I really want to like share with you guys because I literally have it on my phone as well. Um, and it's my name is being mentioned in rooms that I've never stepped foot in about opportunities that I've only dreamed of. I love that. You know? That's incredible. S say it out loud. Put it out into the universe because great things are coming this year and we should all really embrace them. Change is coming this year and positive change is coming this year because God knows the past few years have been hectic. 2023 is our year. Put it out there. Say it every day. I love myself. This is my year. Today's going to be fucking great. I'm grabbing life by the fucking throat. Like, fuck <laughs> yeah, girl. Like, we out here, we're really doing the damn thing. We are boss as bitches. And you better work, bitch, because that's <laughs> like what this whole episode was about. So thank you so very much again for being in the episode. It means so much to me. You have no idea. I'm shaking low-key. I'm like, <laughs> trying to keep it together. But this has been great. And honestly, I'm so proud of you again. I will never stop saying, I'm, bitch, I'm so proud of you. Eventually, I'm getting your name tattooed on my ass, bitch. Like, you <laughs> like, think it's a joke? It's not a joke. <laughs> Emma, you have to be, you got to sign it so then I can get it tattooed. Exactly. <laughs> but no, honestly, like, it's it's going to be a great year. And I can just see it. For us, girls, starting right. this year with a bang. Yeah. Like, you did the show with the thousands of people. And now you have a festival. Can't wait for the summer. Girl, you you better be at Oceaga and all these other festivals. Like I see you be doing escapade. Amen. Putting it out into the universe. These people need some oh, sun and God knows. I love these affirmations and I do these every morning and everybody that's listening should be doing affirmations in the morning, especially when you're having a shitty day. I know sometimes it's annoying to always like be like, oh, I'm taking care of my mental health. and like, oh, I need to do like affirmations, yeah. whatever. But when you're if you're feeling down, like truly do them and keep listening to this podcast. Mariela, I love that you keep it so positive. I feel like I needed this today too. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I, I love you and thank you for having me. Love you so and I'll oh, gladly so come much. back to you. Heck yes, as you should. No, yes, we definitely <laughs> have to do like a girls talk episode, which is something that I, I've been wanting to do for a while because yeah. girls talk is always good and you know, when you don't talk to your friends or maybe you had like a fight with your friends, you 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 want some girl talk. So you better listen to some of our girl talk. Um, <laughs> but thank you so very much again for being on the show. I hope everybody has an amazing day. Please take care of yourselves. Drink some water. Make sure you eat something today. And I'll catch you all in the next episode. Love you all. Bye-bye.